What's up, y'all? I'm John. I'm Keith. And this is your somewhat reliable source of information for most things. Most things, ladies and gentlemen, including something new today yes. that we're going to learn about. Something Keith. mysterious. Mysterious. I like mysteries. I like mysteries too, man. You know what? Though I want them to stay mysteries, kind of. Like it wouldn't really be that fun if uh, if we really cut through all the flummadoodle today. Yeah, I mean, you don't want to cut through all of it. I mean, you got to leave some of the. I mean, we could. Intact. Because we are flummadiddle cutters. We do. We cut it. But we're going to leave a little flummadiddle right. just on your cheeks every now and then. <laughs> Don't hurt, none. All right, man. So before we get started, let's thank all our fans out there. We appreciate you listening. Absolutely. Hey, and I'm going to hit them up here real quick, man. I heard something on another podcast we're going to start doing, Keith. This all right. is, you're going to find out at the same time the whole world does. Okay. How about this? If you go on our um, iTunes site. Our Apple podcast site yeah. or our Facebook site and give us a five-star review, Basta. we're going to shout you out live on the podcast. Oh, that's awesome. I like yeah. that. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. And, um, Thanking all the people out there. All right. I got a challenge for them, too. It's the one I've been running for a couple weeks now. This is week two, I believe. Okay. Maybe week three, depending on what, how we put these things out. But anyway. Right. Um, free t-shirt to anybody who wins a contest, and the way you get an entry into the free T-shirt contest right. is by sharing our podcast, like this episode, sharing it on your timeline on Facebook. Yeah, do that. That would be great, man. That'll give I you an it. entry for a free T-shirt. All right, let's do it. And uh, while you're on the Facebook page, check out Widow's link and donate to the Widows. Yeah, GoFundMe. Yep. You've heard it before. We're trying to raise some money to do some scholarships for the Widow's Cruise. It's a grief-oriented Widow's Cruise, so... Help us and uh, Marlene out. We're going to have we even let Marlene know we're doing this? No, not yet. We, we might. We're going to surprise her. Okay, we're going to surprise. Y'all got to surprise Marlene. She's reach a our really goal good lady. and be like, "Hey, Marlene, check this out. Flumadil, what we got in the house? For you. Well, Keith, what are we going to talk about today? Man, we're going to talk about something awesome. It's called Coral Castle, the Crystal Palace, and that is not the boy in Walking Dead, Coral. 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 This is something different. <laughs> All right, so what is so Coral we're talking Castle, about the Crystal man? Palace today, right? <laughs> Not the Crystal Palace. <laughs> I know why I keep wanting to call it the Crystal Palace. Then I think of the Crystal Ship, which is um, that reminds a me song of Wizard of Oz or something. The Wizard of Oz, the Emerald City, the Emerald City. Yeah. All right, so let's give them a little overview about. Let's give them an what, overview. What is Coral Castle, John? Well, Coral Castle is this. Uh, gosh, how do you describe it? It's this hand-hewn stone monolith built in Florida by a Latvian immigrant yeah. in the early 1920s through the 50s. Right. And it, it looks, they say castle, it really looks more like a fort. Yeah. Don't you agree? Like a fort. But it does have a tower in one corner, which yeah. would be considered a castle, I guess. Exactly, man. It's, it's wild when I went and looked at the pictures of it. I didn't, I'd never heard of it until you started mentioning it for the yeah. podcast. And it's actually not made out of coral, no. per se. It's oolite. It's oolite. O O L I T E, which is a porous type stone, which is yes, often, a sandstone or I think sometimes they, don't they even call it coral rock sometimes or something maybe like that. Maybe so. I think so. I think coral Gables, Florida, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but man, the stuff there is just wild to think that this one guy. All right, yeah. So let's get into that. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. So why? Up. What is so special about it? It's not just that it's a fort made out of oolite. What's so special about Coral Castle? Well, the uh, the kind of uh, what do you call it? What's the word I'm looking for, Keith? The legend goes yeah. that uh, our builder had a girlfriend, or let's even say a fiance, 
who he adored. Uh-huh. This was way back in the waybacks where people got married a lot younger. The girl was 16. He was 26. Right. And supposedly the girl like skipped out on him one day before the wedding and right. never married him. That's what I read, yeah. And so... Said he's too old for. Yep. So as a result of that... Broke his old heart. Broke his heart. Yeah. And uh, he went and built his own version of the... Uh, what am I thinking of? I don't know. What's the big thing in India? Uh, that the guy built for his mausoleum no no (laughs) come on dude it's like I'm having a brain fart I can't think of the big the big thing it's not a tomb or something well we'll think of it okay anyway um, what you got for us Keith well yeah you're you're right now what's so special about it though is that he supposedly did this without any help right and this is a small dude five foot a little under a hundred pounds no help and let me just uh, give you the size Five of this thing. Five foot tall, There's 100 pounds. 1,000 tons total The Taj Mahal. The Taj Mahal, yeah. yeah. That's what I said. You know, Did you? No. Okay. <laughs> 1,000 tons of rock total. And the biggest one is 27 tons. 27 tons. and That's a lot. That's a lot of tons, man. And it this is. one little guy mm-hmm. used rudimentary tools. Yes. And perhaps alien voodoo. Well, we think anyway, right? Because he, yeah, alien voodoo, voodoo, so voodoo something voodoo. like that. We know that he wouldn't let people see him work. So that's where the mystery comes from. Exactly. He worked, he worked at night a lot. Night. Yeah. By lantern light. And during the day, it said people would come by maybe and he would give them tours of his work for 10 to 25 cents. Right. So 27 tons, 54,000 pounds, right? How much? 54,000. Is that right? And a ton, 2,000 pounds. Yeah. So 54,000 pounds. That's a lot. That's just one rock. That's a lot of LBSs. Yeah. LBSs? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Pounds, <laughs> I got you. So, anyway, that's why it's mysterious because, and and I think, too, another reason why it's mysterious is it kind of looks mysterious, too, don't it? Yeah, it does. It have like, kind of curved arches and solar-inspired, like, star like. Yeah, patterns. there's, like, this throne. And yeah. like behind the throne is like a shape of Saturn and a crescent moon and like celestial objects. You know, I think that really plays into the alien theories there, don't you? Oh, absolutely, man. Yeah. So he only had a fourth grade education. Did you know that? I did know that actually, Keith, because you meant you know he was born in Latvia. Yeah. He uh, was raised in the family of stonemasons, so this guy obviously knew what he was doing. He uh, actually immigrated over here after, after his girl After his girl up. left him. Yeah. Isn't that terrible? He actually went up to New York for a little while and apparently was like an axe handle maker for a little while. But he wound up, he got tuberculosis, and so he went to Florida in order to have the warmer climate because of the tuberculosis. Absolutely. Apparently, magnets were used in his treatment for tuberculosis. Yeah, that's what it said. He had this thing about the power of magnets. Yeah, and that, that influenced him in some way or another. He really liked magnets, and he wrote some books on magnetism. And so, um, of course, you know, people think that he used magnetism in some way in order to pull off this feat. Yeah, they did. There's, what, everything from magnetism, all kinds of other stuff we'll get into in a little bit. Yeah. But so picture that, man. 54,000-pound blocks. This guy's doing this all by himself. Mm-hmm. He didn't even own a car, much less any major power tools. I, I read where he, right. he would he was bike into poor. town every yeah. day. Very poor. Or every other. When he needed groceries, he'd ride like three and a half miles to town, get him a few groceries, and ride his bike home. Yeah. So is there... 
any more about him that we know is that there's not a lot about his life. There's not there. a lot that, you know, from what I read, he did have some friends. He had one friend, an Orville. Did uh, we say his name? You know, we didn't even say his name, Keith. <laughs> We're talking about this uh, amazing guy. Why don't you tell the people what his name is? Edward Lidskalinen. <laughs> Lidskalinen. <laughs> yeah. I'd say that's pretty close. Something like that. Hey, on, on a sidetrack, man, did you know that there's been some movies made there at the old Crystal Palace? I did not know that. <laughs> Excuse me, y'all. I'm getting choked up <laughs> here. Choked up about um, that one. Sixty-one. There was a movie called Nude on the Moon. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I haven't seen that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Might go check that one out. <laughs> the Wild Women of Wongo. Are you kidding? Yeah. They actually. You talked Just about like the a th- popular girls gone wild side. Yeah, I guess so. Like '60s version. B, you know, I, I think that sounds not even like B grade movies, like C or D grade movies. Yeah. So apparently, the castle it was used, it was set up as a set for the Dragon God Temple. Oh, okay. So um, what else? A children's musical, Jimmy the Boy Wonder. Well, that, that's a vast difference. There. Yeah, exactly. Going from Girls Gone Wild to a children's <laughs> musical. But anyway, I yeah. digress. Let's get back on track. So okay. we know he immigrated. He traveled all kind of as an itinerant worker. He worked. You said where in? Uh, he was like up in New, New York, York for a and then while. he was out in like Oregon, I think. Mm, one yeah, he said. Lived in Oregon before for he finally got down to Florida. Florida. Talking about Florida, he got down there. Now I did. I found this in one source, but I'm not sure because I only found one source. Okay. Where he ended up and where he built Coral Castle, where it's located, is that considered part of the Bermuda Triangle? Not if he's on land. So that's only <laughs> over water, right? Yeah. So I, I, I read in one source that that was technically considered part of the Bermuda Well, trail. down in that lower part of Florida, depending on where it was, from there right. to like the Caribbean, the Bahamas, that area. He was at least on the edge the, of it. He's on the edge. He yeah. was just on the outside corner of the triangle. Right. So there could have still been some alien voodoo, just a, a lower frequency of it. You know, Something to do with the Earth's magnetic force or something like well, that. Maybe so, man. We're going to get into that. We're going to get into Talk it. Talk about some theories here in a little bit. All right, so... A little more about the castle. Let's just say this, man. He had some skills. Did he not? Mad skills, man. Mad skills. We're talking about the joints on these things. He sculpted them so perfectly that there was no light could pass through the joints. Yeah, he didn't use any mortar. No mortar. Like that, yeah, just the weight set of the, these huge rocks. To set those blocks perfectly on on top of each other, some of them as big as eight feet tall. Yeah, and he had like these massive, giant rocking chairs that like a child can push and rock because they're perfectly balanced to do that. And then one of your favorites was the gate, right? Yeah, the gate, I forget, it weighed like, good Lord, it weighed like 40, no, was it nine tons? Yeah, nine tons. So it was nine tons. You could apparently push it. With a yeah. finger. They said originally a child could push it. It would rotate perfectly, Keith. And do mm-hmm. you know, finally, I think they said in the 80s, they finally figured out how he did it. Yeah, like 86 or something like that, yeah. Okay, so this guy somehow did that all by himself. Right. It took a 50-ton crane right. and like a six-man crew to yeah. get this thing off. Insane. And then when they got it off, what did they find? He had drilled a hole. I mean, how do you drill a straight hole? <laughs> with the right. stuff that he had I can't drill right a through, straight hole in a block of wood <laughs> through like however tall it was like 8 feet thick yeah. and it was balanced on a metal beam and some kind of bearing off a truck yeah you know, like a wheel bearing, bearing off the hub of mm-hmm. a wheel or something yeah and, and it had it perfectly balanced I think they said the gate uh, it's like one of the, a spinning gate think of a spinning yeah. gate it was spin around the axis on the middle right but the sides would be like a quarter inch away from the wall when it was shut 
That's how crazy. perfect it was. Yeah, that's insane. And he never would tell anybody. He would kind of hint around, you know, that mm-hmm. um, that he knew the secrets of how the pyramids were built. and Yeah. That added to the mysticism of it, too. The things he said, absolutely. Yeah. Well, you had these books on magnetism, right? Right. And so that was interesting. And he had these theories about, like, the Earth's magnetic pull and stuff like that. And see, see how that fell. He would have overcome gravity and made that levitate so it wouldn't fall. Anti-gravity. Yeah. So, like, there was some more mysteries uh, around it, surrounding it, because, like, these teenagers at the time said they actually saw him working and said they he was levitating the rocks like hydrogen balloons. Did you read that? Uh-uh. Yeah, there was reports of these teenagers that said they saw him oh, working. Oh, yeah, I saw something like that. But for It's unverified. Part, I mean, you know, yeah. teenagers, they, they say crap. Teenagers say crap. I like teenagers, though. Yeah, hi. They, they're people, too. Teenagers are people, too. So, anyway, what else you got? Well, speaking of the whole anti-gravity. Okay. Which is, we would say, is impossible, right? And imagine the other thing that we say is impossible. A perpetual motion machine. Yes. Can't you do, read some about that? They do say those are impossible. He's got a wheelhouse where he had some kind of magnetic-based wheel. It's a magnetic, think, magnetic flywheel. A magnetic flywheel, yeah. and they think that somehow when he got that thing rolling, that's what worked the pulleys and the ropes and possibly some stuff that helped him lift all this stuff up. I would, But I didn't read enough of it to really understand yeah. how it happened or what it, how it was working. Or. I don't think anybody knows, really. But we do know. Let's tell people first what we know. And right, then we'll we go know? into some theories. Okay, what right. we know is he had this tripod thing, right? Like okay. a large, huge tripod hoisting thing. He used uh, telephone poles, actually, because he was very poor. He had to use what materials he found, so he used telephone poles and made a tripod. Okay. Okay. And so we know that he hoisted these rocks somehow with that tripod, but a 100-pound man, 5-foot tall... How's he going to hoist a fifty-four thousand pound rock? All right, so look, let me with a inter- tripod. I mean, let me interject right there. Okay. As we're talking about this, it sounds so surreal. Like I'm trying to paint a picture. Just imagine in your mind, folks. The guy's like five feet tall, mm-hmm. one hundred pounds. This little scrawny man who is giving nickel and dime tours of the place during the day what he's got done because he worked on it for what 23 years years. 28 years um so every day every night this guy is out there in this very solitary lonely scene i read some stuff that said he did have some friends he had not a ton of friends he wasn't like a go hang out with his buddies type of guy right but apparently he had one friend that was a builder who wrote a book about him a guy named orville something or other Mm -hmm. orville Redenbacher. yeah exactly yeah and uh, so he has some ideas about how he built some of this stuff, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But I'm just painting that picture of this lonely guy up at night working on rock yeah, for day after day for 28 years for what – that's the big thing. We really don't know the purpose. Over right. all that time, was it really sustained because of his loneliness from the 16-year-old girl? Or I mean, God, I don't know. But I don't know, It's man. this weird scene. I so, think we were created to be creative, you know, and it's just a purpose that drives humans – in general. There you, know? you go. And that was his thing, and man. And he was being creative, you know. So he has his tripod. We'll jump back okay. on that wagon. 
what was weird about the tripod though okay first of all it's like i said how can you you can't even imagine a, a guy that size being able to hoist anything without some kind of extra energy source right well what was weird about this tripod is on top of it there's this box all right right that nobody knows what's inside of the box it's always has pictures of it the tripod don't exist today right okay and on the side of one of the poles there's like a ladder going up to that box so you're like okay. what is in that box and so it seems to me like he had created this is my personal opinion now we're going into opinion now he created some kind of winch there don't you think okay maybe he yeah. used magnetic flywheel as the energy source to winch the things up yeah and yeah. and you know i'm i haven't thrown out the possibility that it does have something to do with the location you know in the magnetic field of the earth i I don't throw that out, per se. Well, the magnetic field of the Earth could at least spin, science, spin a fraction of a gram needle, but probably, but you know, maybe right. not. But like when you go to the Bermuda Triangle, does the needle not go crazy or something like that? And that's what the instruments on the planes go crazy, and that's why they crash. Yeah, I don't know. That'd be it. There you go. We Bermuda got a new triangle. topic, the Bermuda Triangle, <laughs> yeah, folks. We be on the lookout. Yeah, be on the lookout. We need to study that up. But anyway, that's, that's kind of what's in my mind that happens. Okay. So I don't know. I'm just saying I'm not throwing the possibility out. We okay. will we will research that and do a podcast on it. All right, it. let's do it. Bermuda Triangle. Put that on the list, boy. But I think he did use magnetism in some way because he was just so into it. Well, if nothing else, that flywheel. I mean, you know, like kind of like an electric engine of sorts. I mean, yeah. it uses magnetism. What about maglev? You thought about that? I haven't thought about that. Now, what if he had some kind of metal, you know, that run all the way the course of the where he wanted to move that block and he put a charge to it reversed the poles somehow had something under that he hoisted the rock high enough to put some kind of magnet under it and then he had a reverse magnetism just like a like a maglev train you know what i'm saying yeah the energy to drive something like that and some poor guy in florida i don't see it unless he's using the magnetic flywheel to create the energy he ain't gonna create that much energy that's a lot unless of it's alien energy well, that's really the answer. We all know that's really the answer, right? Uh, Aliens. Aliens. So that that's obviously a theory that the the guy with the crazy hair on Ancient Aliens likes to say anyway. What's he say? <laughs> I don't know. He thinks everything's aliens. Oh, everything's <laughs> aliens. Now, hey, that could be our word for the day, Keith. Aliens. Aliens. <laughs> I got you. Do all I right. need to say it again? No, well, you can if you want to. Aliens. All right. You know I like Echo. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, where are we taking it now, Keith? Well, you got any other theories or anything? Well, you know, there was lots of hints at the alien thing. Mm-hmm. Um, there was hints at, you know, I don't know, spiritualism, the gods. Oh, yeah. Um, so Thor Some kind of power. Yeah, the, exactly. Thor got his hammer and chopped yeah. out the block and put it up there i really don't know uh well I, let's give you this theory so as buddy orville right or redenbacher as it may be yeah um he said well he actually wrote a book i want to say it was in the 70s people can look it up for themselves but he suggested that uh he was just the hardest working man he's ever known in his life uh. that this guy did it by the sweat of his brow and tons of hard work now obviously he had devised very intelligent ways which is part of the mystery too right because here's a guy with a fourth grade education right yeah um on the other hand i've known people like that before my grandfather had maybe like an eighth grade education but man was he smart 
He was. He could fix cars. He could make tools that he needed that didn't exist. He could craft. He could think of things. As a matter of fact, speaking of perpetual motion machines, like this guy, my grandfather had a plan one time. He believed he could make a perpetual motion machine. Yeah, it's not something he obsessed over like a mad scientist. Yeah, you told me that. But I was uh, I was doing that talking about something like that one time. He's like, "Well, look, let me show you this. If you did this, I could keep this running in perpetuity." There's a word for the day: perpetuity. 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 All right. So anyway, he thinks it's just a lot of ingenuity and incredibly backbreaking hard work. Right. But at some point, though, you got to think. Is it impossible for a guy with any kind of rudimentary hoist to lift a 27-ton block? That's what we don't know, Keith. Yeah. So I, I would think that he has some kind of engineering skills that, like, is unbeknownst to us, you know? It is knowledge mm. heretofore unbeknownst now, to me. Did you read that he used radio waves for something? Now, he said— I didn't read anything about radio well, waves. They were in the, there's a nearby Air Force base, right? And I think they were interfering with some of their stuff. That's how much power he had in these radio waves. Okay. And— um, so anyway, when they come to him asking about it, though, he said he was just getting you know free radio stations. Wow, from way there off. But um, you know, there's there's a fringe theory out there that he had used the radio waves to somehow or another change the vibrations in the rocks to reverse their polarity and right. make them levitate <laughs> from the earth. You know. Yeah, I've, I've read, I did read some about his uh, supernatural powers and his ability to yeah. make the rocks levitate. So. I mean, if he was able to do that, I really wish he would have passed that knowledge I mean, on to somebody else. that would have been something else. good yeah. to know, right? Yeah. It would have made building things a little bit easier. So, Keith, what was it called before it was called the Crystal Palace? The Rock Gate, right? Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Thought you had me. Man. All right, I'm <laughs> testing you. I'll see if you're ready for this thing. Yeah, man. All right, you got anything else, Sean? I think we about covered it. I think we about covered it, man. It, it's still a... Well, I'll tell you this. Let's hit on... Well, how is it going on today, Keith? Some people okay. say um, when he died, it got left to a nephew of his, I think. It got sold a couple of times. Finally, in the early 80s, it got sold to the same group that owns it now, and now it's a museum. Yeah. You can tour it. You know, Check out online Coral Castle. Um, but it still elicits quite a bit of uh, Internet static. These days, yeah. you know, people are checking out. There's websites devoted to it. There's all kinds of articles. You know who told like, me about it? Who's that? Our unnamed hero, Shugs. Oh, did he really? Yeah. All right. Well, well shout you. out to the Shuglet. Yeah. And, but I found a lot of websites. Some of them are fringe and kind of weird. Yeah. But, um, you know, some decent stuff on Wikipedia. And uh, I don't know, though, man. There's, there's just a lot of neat stuff out there on this that goes a little more in depth. Yeah. I found this one place called CoralCastleRocks.com. Oh, yeah. It's a little bit more on the wacky side of things. Yeah, I think I can. On the alien kind of thing. Yeah. But it's, but well, God, I mean, you know, still thinking about this thing. You think thing. when he built, I, I just thinking, when he built the throne with celestial objects behind it, yeah. don't you think he kind of was like, I'm going to make people think aliens. Yeah, right? he you was messing with I mean? Maybe he had a sense things. of humor. Yeah. Maybe he wasn't just a stone-faced Latvian. Maybe it was on purpose to add mystery to it. You know? Right. But anyway, let's let's go through some of the things that were in there. He he had an accurate sundial, yep, which is a, a pretty good feat for somebody with fourth grade education. He had a, a Polaris telescope, which is just like a stargazing thing, like when the stars line up in, in a circle. I got you. That's cool. I believe the the pyramids did something like that. Um, he had a bunch of different things. There's an a, obelisk. 
Yeah, there's an obelisk. What is an obelisk? An sure obelisk is a tall, four-sided, narrow, tapering monument. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's, that's what I thought it was. Exactly. Um, he had a barbecue, a water well, a fountain. Yeah. Um, lots of pieces of furniture. Lots of furniture. So it was a heart-shaped table. Heart-shaped you know, table. I'm sure that was for his, his sweet 16, which is what he... When people ask him why he built it, he said it was for it his, was for sweet, his sweet, sweet 16. 16. And there's actually some theories behind that, too. Like, he was trying to give them some kind of information there. Like, he wasn't really talking about his his lost love, but the, I don't know. Anyway, that's just that's another wacky, that's just another whole path you can take on this thing. Uh, he had a Florida-shaped table, 25 rocking chairs. Yeah, man. Chairs resembling crescent moons. He had a bathtub, beds, a royal throne. Yeah, we mentioned the throne. Absolutely, yeah. man. And that's not a toilet. Exactly. That would be everybody it. needs to get online and, and kind of check this out. Yeah. Take a, I like the well thing. It's really neat. Yeah, it's just uh, it's it's smaller than I thought, but like when you look at it from, I'm sure when you're standing right there in front of it. But when they do like an overhead kind of like a the whole um, thing smaller view, you know? yeah. Okay. But then when you get down to eye level, I'd like to go visit it. And then you realize you're standing in front of these big walls and realize that one guy did this. Yeah, you know, you get a crew of six or eight guys and a crane you can yeah. knock this out in a few months but this guy all by himself man another amazing feat of ingenuity another um video to check out is wt wallington wt wallington yeah right? check out that he he said that he believed he knew how they built stonehenge and other things and uh he he demonstrated how you can move massive massive rocks with just one person and he does it too Really? Yeah, it's pretty interesting. W.T. Wallington. I had to check that yeah. out. I didn't come upon that. I really don't think that he used the same methods that Wallington used. Right. Because Wallington was doing it like on a concrete slab. It made a difference, you know. Right. But, you know, some of those methods could have been how he did it. I don't know. Hmm. Just check it out. Well, all right, y'all. I guess that's it for the Crystal Palace. It is. Or the Coral Castle. Or the Coral Castle. Either one. Yeah. Um, well, how can the folks get in touch with us, Keith? Uh, do you flumadiddle.com and do you flumadiddle at gmail.com that's one m not two because two is a dessert, dessert. and uh let's see what else keith oh yeah get back on that apple podcast thing yeah get on your spotify your google podcast whatever you use facebook give us a five yeah. star rating and we're going to shout you out if you do and if you're listening we'll on facebook you. right now you know it would be a good idea Share to to go to your favorite podcast app and follow us. Yeah, just like get lock us in there, subscribe yeah, to us, and you'll case. get the latest and greatest right there in your ear holes. That's right. Just about every week. That's right. All right. What else? Is that about it? That's it, man. Hold on. All right. If you if you do well, never mind. I'm not even gonna tell her to find tell them to look for us on Twitter right now. We're we're a little slow on our Twitter stuff. Yeah, don't. We won't worry about Twitter. Never mind. They'll be like, that's from four months ago. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, most of the folks are on Facebook or on their podcast app. So yeah, um, we're we're pretty good on Facebook. All right, man. All right, peace out. God bless.